I'm CJ. And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes. The podcast where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, there you are. And slate. <laughs> Ever since you started slating, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. We are like a movie, but a movie hat. Like a virgin. <laughs> What's we your can't... favorite Madonna song? Oh, don't do that to me. Like a prayer. Really? Mm-hmm. That's Papa just don't one... preach. Oh no, that one's funny because when I was a kid, I used to rock around the house singing it, and I was like, "Do you know what that means?" I'm like, "No." And like, I sing another like Ace of Base song too that she's like, "Do you know what that means?" I'm like, "No." And like years later, I'm like, "Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see." No idea what songs were about when I was that age. No. So if I could let me sing a song. Um, but yeah, like a prayer for some reason, like a good road trip song to me. Fuck like, yes. Have you seen Priscilla Queen of the Desert? No. You are not an ally. <laughs> harsh. This is a harsh way to start. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Where we yell at each other. No, all right. I guess we haven't officially started. What's it called? Priscilla Queen of the Desert. You really don't know this movie? Which is weird because I'm usually the cinephile weirdo. Oh. No. So let me tell you a secret about LGBTQIA plus alphabet mafia cinema. It's all terrible. Oh, no. But we are required to watch it. Right. Legally, in order to be. Yes. In part order to, of... be, to be a gay, we, <laughs> we, we, must, hmm. we must consume. So I'll send you a list. Okay. Please do. This it's, looks fun. Guy Pierce is in it. Have you seen Nine to Five? Well, of course. Okay, you can be an ally. Again. I was gonna say, don't get mad at me. Don't get me up. Okay, but let's do a podcast about Harry Potter. God, so I'm done with this tween phase. Yes, I want some teenage angst soon. Different vocal timbres in different scenes. Oh, yeah. We can move on from that shit anytime now. Excited. All right, so. The last chunk had us uh, in the chamber, <laughs> down the fun slide, uh, yelling at Gildy to go ahead and <laughs> get uh, through the next hole, like the next like kind of pipe thing. He got Yeah, that was how we ended. It was like Ron just put, pointed his wand, like, uh, go now. Um, so the trio clamber through the next hole pipe thing and come across the giant snake skin. I said, again, how did this get around unseen? But you helped us out last week by mentioning like these were actually tunnels and stuff that were created right uh, i'm sorry though like how the fuck does harry know where to go don't give me this like <laughs> this way bullshit like oh, what i'm sorry girl there are no signs saying chamber of secrets this way like, yeah no calm down Mm-mm. i thought that too i'm like pretty authoritative for somebody who literally just arrived but okay also um did you ever find snake skins when you were little yeah okay i used to think it was so cool and in hindsight i, I just think not. about the number of snakes i must have been around no and I don't like that. I, I don't. don't. Am I this country? Am I country as fuck? No. Well, here in California, I saw a lizard the other day that was like big Ugh. that clambered across the patio. And I looked at it and I just kept going, no, no, no. Oh, God, the way it moves. Oh, no, no. And then I don't it know slunk. If I've ever seen a lizard. Oh, I'll send you the picture afterwards. It's Why horrifying. did I say lizard that way? Lizard. Lizard. <laughs> 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 So the trio comes across the giant snake skin, and Ron remarks that whatever shed this must be 60 feet long, at least. And I said, would they have said feet? Oh, I didn't look that up before the podcast. Would they say feet or would they say kilometers? I mean, not kilometers, meters. Or, yeah, meters. 
if it was kilometers long, they're real fucked. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But I'm just like, I'm thinking about the metric system. I'm like, what they have that foot? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Was that just for us Americans that are so dumb? I mean, it's not like they're close on his face when he says it. They probably could have voiced it over. Yeah. I don't know. Dumb point. Doesn't really matter. Anyways, at least six feet long. Um, Gilderoy fake faints. Um, Gilderoy then jumps up and snatches Ron's wand and looks fully insane as he points it at the boys and monologues a little bit. Fully, fully insane. Fucking... I'm sorry. Lockhart's fake faint is bomb. Kudos to Kenneth. Don't kill me for saying that because I know you hate him right now. But like, mm-hmm. also. Does Ron's teacher really not know that he has a faulty wand? Okay, I thought that too. I'm like, has he not seen this wand all semester? But then you have to remember, he's not very observant. Right, and he hasn't done a whole lot of actual teaching. He's quizzing them about, like, what they His know books. about him. Yeah, no, sure. I, I, I forgave that too. Um, he uh, points the wand, monologues. Again, I don't know if I mentioned it before. He is a short man. Kenneth? Yes. I guess he's standing next to two 12-year-olds. You're right. He is a very short man. Like, he doesn't have to look down at them at all. Hat are you going to look, are you gonna look it up now? It up, yes. I can ask. Siri, uh, how tall is Kenneth Branagh? Okay. Fuck you. Five foot ten, my fucking asshole. Five foot ten with heels on. Nuh-uh. Whenever men are short, they say five ten. Like it's my favorite. Like they know they can't get away with six foot, so they say five ten. It's like, no, you're five six. Like just say what you are. Like doesn't make a difference those few inches. You think they do because they're like, well, it's just just under six feet. No, they're not. <laughs> okay, wait, go back though. Helena Bonham Carter is five two. Mm. That I can see because you've seen interviews with her next to Daniel too. She's short. I would not have put that together, even just from the crown. Well, if those short people couldn't have stopped fucking her and Kenneth, maybe she'd stop being such a fucking home wrecking. Okay, we, we're not going to go down that again. I'm not doing wow. it. Okay. <laughs> but she did break up their marriage. Okay, I'm done. You've all already and made will- me wildly uncomfortable in this episode. I don't need it a second time. Thank you. <laughs> let's go through marital affairs. Okay, let's not. Um, so, short is all I said. Short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so short. Uh, my next question to you, I said, I'm sorry, should Obliviate be that powerful? No. I think it's the wand. Okay. Oh, that's a good way to justify it. It's the wand that freaked out, that burst him back. So, like, I don't think Obliviate's ever, like, a Expelliarmus fucking no. <laughs> like, It's actually spell, a like... pretty chill spell in other times that it's used. Yeah. It's just kind of a drifty like, taking the memories out. Yeah, so much so that you can, like do it without other people noticing i also wrote you another note i said also i just feel like there's no coming back from this moment of gilderoy being a dick no 100 percent. there's no like sympathetic oh he's just a funny buffoon character like no he was gonna do this he was a terrible person who was going to disable two 12 year olds yeah for fame yeah Okay, I'm and like, this has is... likely done this to several other people right this is very upsetting anyway mm-hmm. Um, I said, that. I'm sorry, the force with which Gilderoy hits the cave wall causes a cave in, which conveniently blocks Ron from going any further. Now Harry has to be the hero again. We quickly discover Gilderoy's memory charm backfired. Ron kind of creepily knocks Gilderoy out with a rock. There's, okay. First of all, 
I love Rupert's oh fuck face. I It starts like that. It starts like a, oh god. Uh I'm so crazy. Like he starts out scared, but then just clocks him over the head. <laughs> I was I, like I don't love this whole cave-in situation. Like aren't they first of all, aren't they supposed to be under the lake? How did this happen without everything flooding? Ooh. And also the CGI where like Harry dives out of the way and rocks are tumbling past him and barely missing his head is just painful. His foam rocks, you yeah. know. Yeah, not a fan. And as for Ron knocking Lockhart out with a rock, it's delightfully comedic, but also problematic. Necessary and, and problematic. problematic. Yeah. Like, weirdly aggro. Like I didn't need this. Like I kind of would have liked it more if like Okay, Caven happens, and Ron's kind of looking at Gilderoy like he's a threat. And then Gilderoy like realizes he's not a threat, and he's like, "Okay, well, I still am to do this," and that hits him. He's more like kind of afraid. He's like, "I'm Ron Weasley. Oh, his memory charm backfired. Now I'm gonna knock him unconscious." And like, "Oh, that's that's calculated." Bam. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like this. Um, Harry moves forward, instructing Ron to go ahead and shift some of the rocks while he goes to get Ginny by himself again. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I said again with ease. Harry whispers, "Open to in parcel mouth." Okay. To the, I, I, it, I'm sorry. I, I need to jump in, please. Because Harry basically just turns around from the cave in. In the book, he's like traveling through a long tunnel with lots of turns, and he's worried that the basilisk is gonna jump out at him. Whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I guess just literally turning around is equally as exciting we're in a time is limit in <laughs> yeah, this no film. Kidding. yeah like you we said gotta it's keep like, shit moving it's very like yeah fuck this final scene that we've been kind of leading up towards like let's just let's go let's go let's go yeah that's how it right. feels even as much as we have criticized that through this whole movie i don't think we really even properly register how much we are missing as we totally floor it toward the climax here <sighs> and just i'm sure no yeah. regard for detail just fucking get him into the chamber but then even the chamber, like we said, takes not a ton of time. Like, it is going to be our next, what, one and a half chunks still left, maybe? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like, it, it, we do spend a, a good amount of time here, but, like, not a ton when you compare what's also supposed to no, have taken place. Because this, this, fucking whole, book. this whole fucking movie is just full out. Go as fast as you fucking can. I don't care. <laughs> don't worry about the details. Yeah. I feel like there's more deleted scenes that we need to know about, but we'll find those out on our bonus episode. Bonus! Can't wait for that. Actually, that might help fill in some blanks for us. Um, so I said again with ease, Harry whispers open and parcel mouth to this sewer entrance just so easily. Just no practice as needed. Memorize. Good to go. Great. Natural parcel you. tongues. <laughs> that will haunt me. Please never call me and start with that. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going today? <laughs> the only way I'm going to answer the phone from now on. <laughs> I hate you. Um, oh, I did like the effect, though. I said it was a great effect with the lock, the way that it moves, with the snake that goes around it. And the... Oh, you didn't like it? She cute. I don't know how I feel about the bank vault door. <laughs> I said sewer. <laughs> so the sewer right. pipe opens up. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. It's not what I imagined, especially... Like, it's funny that you said sewer pipe because I got, like, an NYC fire escape ladder just inside. Like, yes. really, like, as extra as fucking Slytherin is and he's not going to have a goddamn grand staircase into the chamber. Okay. We have to get like, to the chamber. I have a lot of six questions. Little, I don't know. 
in the book it describes like double doors with two snakes with emerald eyes that I just, oh right I, I'm it doesn't feel magical it feels mechanical yes 100 percent. there that's what our problem is yeah agreed I said, uh, so Harry climbs through this giant pipe onto a catwalk platform thing with giant snake heads on either side in water. I said, so weird. I said, here's what I want to ask you. I said, what was Salazar's plan exactly for this space? What was it supposed to be? Just extra as fuck. <laughs> and I so, listen, the amount of research that I did on this to try and figure out if there was any significance to the number of snake heads mm. that are there in the chamber is stupid. Because at first, when I was looking at it, I thought that there were seven on each side. And I'm like, cool. Seven oh, is the most powerful magical, magical. number. Yep. Seven is the number of horcruxes. Seven mm. is the number of years that Harry is at Hogwarts. Mm. Like, seven. Cool. But no, there are eight on each side. <laughs> sure. So yeah. why the like they're that not even makes uniform. No fucking sense. They're like not even uniform snakeheads. The no, I thought, each like, one is different. Each one. <laughs> I was like, oh, so that tongue is up, and then oh no, and then oh okay, like the tongues are at different varying levels. Like the fuck was the point of this? So I'm just so confused where we got this, and to the point that I am going to read a passage from the book now. Oh, I actually like when you read. It makes me very soothed. I I'm Good sorry. Day. I just happened to land on the page where. Harry is trying to speak Parselmouth and is unable to. Please read that, because thank you. Oh, oh, you would like me to read it? I would yes, love please. To. This is actually up in the bathroom, so this would have happened during last week's episode. But mm. uh, that taps never worked," said Myrtle brightly as he tried to turn it. "Harry," said Ron, "say something, something in Parseltongue." But Harry thought hard. The only times he'd ever managed to speak Parseltongue were when he'd been faced with a real snake. He stared hard at the tiny engraving, trying to imagine it was real. Open up, he said. <laughs> right. Like he in looked English. at Ron, who shook his head. English, he said. Mm -hmm. Ron looked back at the, or Harry looked back at the snake, willing himself to believe it was alive. If he moved his head, the, can the candlelight made it look as though it were moving. It were alive, yeah. Open up, he said. Except... The words weren't what he heard. A strange hissing had escaped him. And at once the tap, the tap glowed with a brilliant white light and began to spin. Next second, the sink began to move. The sink, in fact, sank right out of sight, leaving a large pipe exposed, a pipe wide enough for a man to mm. slide into. Mm. Ooh, honey. Hey. No, hey. thank you. Like, that's um, more what I imagined. And like it took 100%. some effort to get into, not just <laughs> looking at it, know what to say, know what to do. So yeah. it's interesting to me that, fun fact, I just got a new box set of the books. <laughs> I hate you. Um, I want to see this and one. So I'm, I'm really obsessed with all of the artwork mm -hmm. and the back cover of the Chamber of Secrets in this box set is Harry standing at the end of the chamber and he's looking forward and the chamber i hear i'm gonna hold it up for you to see and we'll 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 put a photo of this oh, on the instagram please take so, a photo of that oh that's so pretty this one just like in the movie is lined with snakes, snakes. yeah um which uh, i'll i'll read here and I'll, I'll allow you to uh deduce my issue with it um he was standing at the end of a very long dimly lit chamber 
Towering stone pillars entwined with more carved serpents rose to support the ceiling lost in darkness, okay. casting long black shadows through the odd greenish gloom that filled the place. So... A pillar supporting this area. That makes sense. Right. Not... I... Snakeheads in water. Cause... Like, right. So, like, okay. They took some serious liberties. I wanted the high ceilings disappearing into nothing and the full ass statue of Salazar described in the book instead of this fucking Medusa looking motherfucker <laughs> that we have at, at the end of a Cannot wait to get to that ceiling yep. hallway. Yeah. Like, it's I all just... just so odd. I'm like, but again, I said like, what was Salazar Slytherin's plan? Like, was this where he was going like, to come take my blood students and sacrifice them? Like, what were you going to do down here? Was it just going to be feel like it was just a place for the basilisk to live? That's it. Which again, fine. Make it like a nice little pen. Give it some toys. <laughs> give it like a little mat to sleep on. Like do that. Like a normal pet. Like this is weird that you're just like, it's got to be in my head. Okay. Fucking but narcissist. Why... And that is the thing. That is in the book. That it lives in his head, whatever. And it comes out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah. Um, But it's supposed to be high up in the air. And I wondered that. But uh, this whole like lining... This, like, walkway to nothing. I call it a catwalk. I'm like, it's, it was... it's fully a catwalk. <laughs> and I'm so stuck on this. I need to move past it, but I'm so stuck on this whole, like, why the why are there 16? <laughs> what um, is the significance of the number 16? Why are there 16 snakeheads? Maybe they only made four, Corey, and just a mirrored effect. They mirrored the hallway. Don't give me this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't try to movie justify it for you. Okay, well, let's, move, let's keep going. Okay, um, let's go on. So Harry sees Ginny laying at, and at the end of the catwalk, unconscious, at the foot of the giant Salazar Slytherin head, and runs to her, casting his wand aside when he gets to her like an asshole. Why would he drop his wand? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, he... And here's the thing, too. Like, you could imagine... I, I, I won't even justify, like, why he could do that. Because, like, two seconds before, when he goes into, like, the portal of the sewer thing, he's got his wand out first thing. Kind of like, mm -hmm. this is my first form of protection. Oh, good. I found the body and I hope nothing happened to her throwing the thing. Why? It's like in movies when people throw aside the gun when the fucking killer they think is gone. Like, no, just hold on to the gun. <laughs> hold on to it. It's so stupid. Anyway, so he's he's over Ginny's body. Tom drifts into the scene with his she won't wake. Very calm delivery to Harry. This whole I'm sorry he just keeps saying, please don't be dead. Like, you are the world's worst hero. Like, <laughs> He's not good. I, oh, sorry. My next line is, Harry just loves hands. You touch her hand again. He couldn't touch her fucking neck in this situation because he thinks Weird. she's alive. The thing is, though, like, before that, he is so awkwardly avoiding touching her. Oh, He's really? just crouched next to her saying... Okay. Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. Where is his weird ass hand holding now? <laughs> <laughs> no, he finally does touch it and he's like, She's ice cold. <laughs> like, but why so what is your fascination like, with takes, hands? He like takes one finger and like presses it very briefly. Oh. Okay. Oh, we got we got the awkward hand caress. That's all we were waiting for. Yeah. That's Didn't, what we needed. Hated it. Um then, I'm sorry, I know I've said this before, but it really bears repeating. Christian Coulson is fine AF. Oh, I refer to him like, as Hot Tom the rest of this podcast. Oh, so listen, just Christian, to... if you are listening, I'm I sure am he single. Is. Absolutely. I'm fully prepared to move to London mm. or any anywhere in the British Isles. Actually, I'm not I'm not partial. Um anywhere in Europe. Fuck it. I don't care. Mm. Like, um, call me. 
Hit me up in the DMs. We got. I got you. I got you, boo. I'm pretty sure you're straight and married, but like. I was gonna say if we put a lot of effort into uh, our crushes that were 30 years ago. Um, Christian Coulson is that who you said? Yeah, and Sean Biggerstaff. Hit me up, boys. Both straight. Cool. Both uh, in significant relationships. I don't care. Uh, so Hot Tom, <laughs> this is horrible. Hot, Hot Tom. Tom comes in and I wrote, <laughs> fondles Harry's wand. I said, oh, nope, that sounds wrong. Anyway. <laughs> okay, well, we'll go with it. I dig it. Uh, he kind of does. He's supposed to. In the book, he's supposed to like be twirling it. Yeah. Um, and so he does kind of like play with it. Um, he begins monologuing again as well, explaining that he had possessed Ginny to open the chamber, so the basilisk and the mudbloods and Mrs. Norris. Uh, but why, through all of this... I don't know. I feel like Harry was way too trusting at first, which is probably apropos because he he does trust him. The yeah. only experience he's had for him with him um, was him giving him information, like helping right. him out. Yeah. But then shortly after that, they find out that the information was wrong. Yeah, he kind and of so should have on to that. Like, I don't know. He does. I feel like he doesn't push hard enough when he asks, like, what the fuck are you doing here? I don't know. He went from Sherlock to dumb fuck in about four minutes. I think it's because he sympathizes with Tom because he, he doesn't need to say something like, I would have turned Hagrid into. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why, because I think in the in the book he does say something like, you know, I probably would have done the same thing or we would have done the same thing because we wouldn't have wanted the school to close because I didn't want to go home to my shitty family. He kind of like yeah, understood Tom. there's definitely Tom. some sympathy there and, and he, he notices the similarities between the two of them, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like you said we get hot Tom monologuing and we are just flying through details. At this mm. point. We get this Ginny montage and it's glorious. But <laughs> I just wrote I, poor Ginny looks so poor, so dumb here. Poor Ginny. Uh, that shot of her flinging the book into the toilet <laughs> is glorious. Like, My next note, I said, face. I'm sorry, the dramatic throwing of diary in the toilet? Question mark. <laughs> yes. Fuck it up, Bonnie. Right. Like <sighs> fuck it up. Sweet girl, dumb fucking showing of her in this character. I, I do. I, I I wish that we had gotten the hints about Jenny being the culprit throughout the movie. We never did. The way did. we do the book, like okay, in the movie we do get a couple of super awkward moments that don't really make sense until way later, which I guess is how you probably perceive them in the book until you've read it once and then you're rereading it and you're like, oh, mm. that's why she's being fucking weird here. Like, there's one moment in particular that's sticking out um, that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago where the camera just, like, freezes on. It's the one where they Jimmy. had this, like, study hall thing after yes. Harry spoke Parseltongue. Yeah. That's the only one I can really point to where she's weird. Like, we don't like, see it. I'm a, here's my thing, Corey. I'll stop you right here because I feel like when we watch the deleted scenes, there might be something. I hope so. I fucking hope so, too. I hope so. I hope so. Because it, it feels like something's missing here. Especially for a movie that, like, spoon-feeds us the fucking plot so much and so quickly and jams it in our mouths. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. there must be more that we just didn't get to see. Yeah. That's my guess. I'll take that. So, Hot Tom continues to explain that Dumbledore never trusted him, despite his framing Hagrid from Riddle's death. Um, Hot Tom, <laughs> just what his name is, Hot Tom gets real serious when he explains that he's... Voldemort actually and wanted Harry dead oh so many times. I said he does 
uses Harry's wand to do a fun little word scramble in the air using flaming letters. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. That's hot. That's hot. Um, I said, sure. Sure. This is a total aside. Did you ever read about how the T in Voldemort is, was meant to be silent? What? No. Why? I don't know. She who must not be named gave an interview years ago about how uh, apparently it's meant to be French. And so, you know, the last Voldemort? syllable wouldn't, yeah, it would have been Voldemort. To make the T silent so that his T and Tom wouldn't be as prevalent? Because that's the first letter of his first name that he was given. Right. That's weird and for like, it to be drop out. Yeah. Through the, the entire franchise, that T is actually like borderline overpronounced. Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort. Well, because like, is... Mort is kind of Latin for death, right? Yes. So why why would we want but it again, silent? Like in French, you know, that root word in Latin is still the same, similar, but you would not pronounce the end of the, the syllable. I don't know. There's a whole thing about it. You should look it up online. It's fascinating. Um, I might, but I've always liked... a whole article about how she kind of... Even when I was a kid, when that, when that came to light, I was like, hold on, let me write it out. Tom Margola Riddle. <laughs> like, I rewrote Lord Voldemort. I'm like, all right, cool. Hold on, I'm going to try and find an article. And I feel like she didn't even need, like, she didn't need to go that far. She could have made it Voldemort from the letters of his name. I don't know if Lord had to be particularly involved, because, I don't know, Lords are still around. This very quick Google... And this is from wired.co.uk. Uh, it says, in an exchange with a fan on Twitter, the author, she who must not be named, yep. confirmed that the T in Voldemort is actually silent, contrary to its pronunciation in the movies. It seems that the rogue T crept into the Dark Lord's name after the first movie and was then repeated in the U.S. audiobooks by voice actor Jim Dale. All right, sure. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. What a dumb. I get it. Thing to Total aside, uh, that has nothing to do with the scene. But anyway, did I write a side note? Did you want him to have more of a ghostly appearance? Tom. Hot Tom. Hot yeah. Tom. Um. So there's something in the books about how he almost looks blurry, like his edges aren't in focus. Yeah. At the I beginning, wanted, I kind of wanted that. Yeah. I don't know that I wanted him to be ghostly. That's well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like kind of blurry and then like he comes more into focus. Like even like just for like a brief five second and he comes more into focus because he's getting stronger and we've seen that. Like he's just the same. He looks solid as shit this whole yeah. scene, right? Um But anyway, Harry finally understands that Tom slash Voldy, he's the heir of Slytherin. Um, I said Tom has daddy issues when he says, I want to keep that filthy muggle's name. Oh, uh, total daddy issues. Hard. He claims to be the greatest sorcerer in the world. Harry says, no, it's Dumbledore. Uh, then Fox swoops in and drops the sorting hat into Harry's hands because yes. he's still loyal to him. Fox, and it is a great... you better work. <laughs> it is a great, like, you're kind of getting that there's, like, impending danger. Like, oh, this is not... This is not good. So when Fox comes in, you're like, the, oh, thank God he's not alone because he's loyal to Dumbledore. And oh, good, there's Fox. So that music I, helps. I just, 
I'm so obsessed with the drama in this scene, with the cameras being like three inches from their faces. Mm. It's just, I, I, it's, it's so horrible, and I love it. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it feels childish. <laughs> so... I'm going, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no, it is kind of childish, isn't it? Like, it's like shoved right up in their face. Also, Fox, where the fuck did you come from, bitch? <laughs> well, I have a question about Fox in a minute, too. I'm like, uh, where did you go to come right back? Okay, anyway. You slide um, on that pipe? I have to assume he just perched on a snake head and then decided, you know what? Let me come back in and be helpful. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, where, where does he go to still be yeah. in this area? Like, what's he doing? Is he doing reconnaissance work? Is he just... Checking it out. Hasn't been there before. Like, what you doing, Foxy? So, buddy, anyway, he, for now, he drops the sorting hat into Harry's hands. Harry searches inside the sorting hat to find nothing. Um, Hot Tom slash Foldy now, because now we know who he is, starts speaking snake talk. And I'm sorry, I laughed so hard when the statue mouth opened. <laughs> Why do I hate that the statue has a tongue? Why do I hate it so much? I hate it. I hate I it. I hate it. And then I hate even more the snake pops out. All I can think of is a butthole. Blue. Also, the like. I'm sorry. Does the basilisk just always sleep in there? Like, that's I what I'm saying too. I'm like, no, I don't. Because like, as much as I don't like this animal that's killing a bunch of people, I still believe in like fair treatment of animals. So why make this in giant like fucking enclosure for the snake? But like, you have to stay in your crate in my head mouth statue. Okay, though. I read up on this a little bit though. Please. And apparently, um, Salazar. And one of his many gifts, and because he was a parcel tongue, he was able to enchant the basilisk into a very deep sleep, which prevented it from aging. And oh, that's why, even though like the life expectancy of a basilisk is around 900 years, this basilisk is 1,000 years old. Dang. He was able to kind of slow down the aging process because he's enchanted it into a deep sleep. Magic! Like that awful thing you fucking talked about last episode about the fucking people in the cryogenic Yes! Fully, <laughs> fully cryogenically frozen, suspended animation. I dig it. Again, I hate that so much. Um, so once the snake slides out of this creepy mouth, Harry runs full speed down this catwalk and trips on his own feet. I can relate. Uh, I'm sorry. This fake trip is way too much, sis. Like, nah. And I and kind also- of get it. Well, I get like the momentum of it. And like he falls up. But like, get the fuck back up. Like, you are being chased. This is life or death. Go! Uh, I'm sorry. Is it me or is that fucking snake way bigger than it's supposed to be? That is not 50 feet. It's upsetting. It's it's fucking huge. All I could think when it was behind him, like, rearing up behind Harry, I'm like, oh, it could just flop on him and squish him. (laughs) It's that big. Yeah. It doesn't even need to, like, bite him. So while Harry's on the ground, the snake lunges for Harry when he kind of trips and, like, his glasses fall off, only just to have Fox swoop in, I, I said, back in and pecking the eyes out of the basilisk. Where, Where was you he? been, bitch? <laughs> Thank you. Where you been? Do you just go perch on a, a snake head and go, oh, let me watch this go down. Oh, Harry's okay. Nothing inside that fucking hat right now, but uh, you good? Oh, giant snake is chasing you. Yeah, let me help out. Whatever. Um, no he problem. starts 
pecking the eyes out of the basilisk. And I said they actually made a really smart move here, I thought, by making the actual blinding or eye pulling out or eye pecking, whatever the fuck Fox is actually doing. They made it a shadow on the wall that Harry's yeah. watching. Um, instead of having that gore, which would probably brought this up to like a PG-13 <laughs> rating. Yeah. I said I recently did watch a movie where you actually watch a bird pluck into somebody's eye and like pull it fully out in the movie. It was like from the 80s, but like they Goodness. fully did that on, and yeah, all I wrote was, I appreciate the shadow. <laughs> I would have rather had the shadow and the sound effects to go, okay, I get, I get enough of what's happening. I don't need to see it. Girl, but where's the light source for that shadow, mama? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Good point. We don't have flames. Like, where it's the fuck underground. is that shadow coming from? Oh, where damn is any of the light in this chamber coming Mother from? Motherfucking Hogwarts lighting, dude. Always good to go. In a forest, we good. Underground, we good. In a chamber, we good. <laughs> you gonna look cute. I... You're going to be hot, Tom. It's going to be real dramatic. No blurred edges. The fuck. That is a great point. Damn. God damn it. How did we see a shadow? There's nothing to cast light. Oh, fuck. Anyway, so Tom shouts the final line of the scene. God, love it. He says, your bird may have blinded the basilisk, but it can still hear you. He's, he's a real twat right about now. So apparently basilisks have large ears just like skinks. <laughs> And I'm so sorry I told you what a skink was tonight. I apologize. I'm going to have nightmares. I want you to I am, know. At least you don't have to witness it firsthand. I'm I going to, to see call you at 4 a.m. when I wake up <laughs> having had a nightmare about a skink. Start screaming at me. Skink in my bed. Skink in my bed. Ew. All ew, right. Ew, ew. I'm so why sorry. Did, why is that Let's... word so disgusting? <laughs> it is. It's upsetting. It reminds me of also, slink. Also, if it's like a and... cross between a lizard and a snake, how did skink get in oh. there? Like, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Ask the herpetologists. I can't help you. I'm well, so let's angry. let's wrap up this episode so we can, you know, very soon wrap up this season and get to our teen oh years. God, can we please go to season three? <laughs> I know. I keep saying that. Like, yeah, this is good, but I would like to be done now. Even All right. Chris, it was his last movie, and he fucking floored it to the end of it. <laughs> Chris is probably like, I have other projects I could definitely be working on. Let's just come on. Let's Fuck get it done. This. <laughs> I am done working with children. Oh, let's go. Okay, so I got my questions for you for this week. Chew ready. Gimme um. <laughs> what would you flash back and keep and explain like Ginny in a dumb trance? <laughs> Oh my god, I <laughs> What's your key? will never let go of the drama. <laughs> Fucking Christian and Daniel, like six inches apart from one another and the camera three inches from their faces, yelling at one another is so horrible and glorious and i just i could watch that over and over and, and over again dumbledore has been driven out of the castle by the mere memory of me <laughs> it's so loaded and like for such a short amount it's like he just established like 20 seconds ago that you're not a ghost like why are we arguing what are we doing oh uh, what about you what are you what are you keeping mine's again kind of dumb and petty but i'm gonna go ahead and say the word scramble <laughs> work they're like flaming smoking letters you know like i feel like i should get to have that like ability in my everyday life where i'm like this is your this is you are oh, no. <laughs> this is there 
this is they are like it just that'd be great to like have that little tool of like here let me let's just use smoking letters to explain this to yes. you dumbass we love a homonym <laughs> so this is to get rid of what would you obliviate the knockout with a rock <laughs> um i just i have so many feelings of the fact that harry goes from brilliant to buffoon in three seconds flat it's like he has like it's oh. almost like a moment of Felix Felicis where he is just brilliant for about an hour and then it just fucking shuts off and he's an idiot. <laughs> like he finds Jenny and then he just goes dumb. Yep. That's fully. true. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Um, what would I would obliviate and knock out with a rock is actually the obliviate and then killed her by getting knocked out with a rock. <laughs> it just felt very sinister and I didn't love it. Like again, these are our protagonists that we're supposed to cheer for that obviously wouldn't choose violence just because it was used almost against them. They fully he fully knocked him out with a rock. Like really aggressively too. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it, if it was more like a heated, like Ron's aggressive and like it, he's like in the moment of like, oh God, he was just threatening my life and now I'm hitting him. But it was just like a very calm moment. And then now I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Problematic. Nope. Didn't. Very. Yeah. Didn't love it. All right. Well, join us next week for the next chunk. We are so close to being done with this long ass movie. Next one, yeah, we are getting to... Oh, it'll be the end of this fucking scene in the goddamn weird catwalk chamber. So tune oh, in for God. that. And the weird Can't combination wait. of the animatronic versus the CGI basilisk girl. Oh, no, I had blocked that out. Please don't I, make me focus on that. I think that the entire world blocks that out, Mama. <sighs> Fucking shit balls. All right, we are almost done with this We're fucking movie. We're almost done, but Join until us. then... So Join close. Us next week. Yeah. Follow us on on the Instagrams. Yeah. Watch these ten minutes with us and suffer. Yes, please. <laughs> suffer and through this accelerated ending. Podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and leave a rating and a review. Mm -hmm. Leave a comment. Mm -hmm. Let us know how much you love us. <laughs> that you listen to our nonsense, even as our voice and sound quality is getting better as we go, as we learn. Yeah, we're working, we're growing, we're doing things, we're moving up in the world. We are uh, young, we're on, we are a young we're on the TikTok. <laughs> we're not young, but we're on TikTok, yeah. <laughs> we are a young TikTok. podcast. Yes, we are on the TikToks, we're on the YouTubes, we got our little clips there each week, and then Instagram is where we're gonna find everything that's gonna be like the, um, yes. the photos that we talk about, the uh, little video clips. Uh, we'll talk to you probably more there because we understand Instagram a bit more. <laughs> our reels are <laughs> everything. Uh, but yeah, follow us wherever you can follow us. We'll, we'll talk to you. We, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Let Absolutely. us know what you think of these chunks. We want to know your opinions too. Like, we, I mean, obviously, we're right about everything, but <laughs> I'd love to hear about how you're wrong. I am not. <laughs> I, I won't say I am not right about many things. I thought they were rooster bones. So, rooster bones. <laughs> rooster bones. Cock All right. bones. <laughs> Fuck. All oh, right. God. I love you. I will see your face next week. I will see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye now. I saw a skink last year this time. Mother's Day last year. Did I'm, I send you a picture? I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to repeat that. You saw a what? It's called a skink.
It's a lizard and a snake. It's I called a skink. That. I hate oh. that. All right, fuck it. Pause I, this, I don't, I don't pause this podcast. This. <laughs> Where's your phone? Do you have your phone close by? Wait yes. for the most horrifying picture I've ever seen. Here's oh, a like skink. It. Just wait. This is what I saw again the other day, except not as graphic as this, just the lizard. That is a skink holding a lizard that he's trying to mate with. No. No, I don't want this. I don't want, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to my horror of what can just be right outside my goddamn door here in this fucking state. What That's a skink. That thing, that thing on top is a skink. Yeah. I hate this. And the way it, okay, so then Corey, I had this bucket that I had flipped over because I wanted no, it to dry out. I don't what does want it do? To it went under the bucket. Things. And I saw its tail, it was under the tail, it went Thank you. Can we yeah. Talk about literally anything else. Yeah, let's go back to Harry Potter. Oh my god. Horrifying. You know, I we grew up in the Midwest where it's like, yeah, storms and shit, that's fine. Like raccoons, possums, they're great. Fine. A little lizard that moves that way? Fucking no. Thank you. All right. So, what are we end on? Just I don't a snake. know if I can go on. Like, I'm so I'm sorry. Fully I know. fucking traumatized right now. I need yeah. to be held right now. <laughs> Okay, so the trio come across this giant snake skin. Um, Ron and Mark jump right back into it. Like we have happened. to, okay. we have to, we have to. We'll talk about I'm it sorry. later. I'm sorry. 